Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite TTRPG podcast in a galaxy far, far away. This is Starfellows, season three of Guildfellows. Um, how are we doing? Say hi, Starfellows. Hi, Starfellows. <laughs> how are you doing? Um, with me, as always, is Han, Whoop. Amelia Som, and Brennan. Hey. And I'm your dungeon master, Rob. Um, Last we left off, we had a very uh, action-packed first episode. Um, we got introduced to our Mandalorian friend, Rama Viron, um, who tried to skip the customs line into the outer airspace of Coruscant, um, which resulted in him getting shot out of the sky and subsequently singed by a gigantic lightning bolt that emanated from somewhere uh, from the planet of Coruscant that uh, killed and destroyed many people that were flying in the upper atmosphere of Coruscant. Um, I'll tell you what it emanated from. It emanated from Rob getting mad that he struck him with lightning so much last season. That's where it <laughs> emanated from. Um, there is only That is only somewhat true. That is only somewhat true. Um, <laughs> yeah, he made the main plot based around his anger towards you, Brennan. Specifically Dude, that's you. Definitely I would what be so happy if a season of Guildfellows was just to kill the GM of the last Guildfellows season. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. I'm not saying it's not on the docket. It's just not the point. Um, <laughs> so, uh, by the way... I wanted to make clear because I don't think it was uh, super clear. You, because you skipped the line, you actually avoided most of the disaster that would have happened had you just stayed put um, from the lightning bolt. So good on you. It wasn't a complete just punishment. So so you, you know. really were planning on killing Brennan first episode. Just no, <laughs> right, right, no right. consequences. I was always going <laughs> to That's my only takeaway. <laughs> I was always going to try. Um, so, it's a good takeaway uh, my guns is what he was going to do. Rama found himself uh, even in even larger debt to a uh, scummy crime lord of Coruscant named Brick, um, who he now owes uh, 20,000 plus credits to, um, plus whatever it takes to repair his ship. And he has been chilling at the Starlight Bar, awaiting a uh, new job opportunity from his plug, Nola Breeze. Um, meanwhile, we got introduced to our Twi'lek friend, L, who lives in the Power and Lights District. Um, after smoking a joint on his balcony and uh, helping unload the groceries with his roommate, Clarice. Um, not, wait. Cecil? Cecil. Not Cecil. Clarice. Cecil. How could you forget the name of the best character? Literally. Or have best a, character. Have a best lot of character. names right here. Um, 
after smoking a joint on his balcony and helping his roommate Cecil uh, unpack the groceries, um, he was informed of a bounty to rescue one of Cecil's distant childhood friends, um, Oko Valneem, who is the daughter of the uh, Togruton senator um, from Shealy. And uh, that bounty was for a fuck ton of money, uh, one million credits. So L made his way over to the Starlight Bar to inquire further about that bounty. While that was happening, um, our Jedi uh, Padawan, Akala Resh, uh, was getting some sage wisdom and advice from both her master, Master Ugle, and the Grand Master of the Jedi Order, Emmy Grimwald, um, about how to best complete her new light weapon, um, her light shield, which shines a golden, bright, luminous light. Um, she managed to complete it after reliving the moments of getting her kyber crystal, a perfectly spherical golden crystal that she has incorporated into her lightsaber. Now she is preparing to make her way to the Starlight Bar um, to infiltrate a uh, bounty hunter meeting to also find the bounty to rescue Oko Valneem. And that is where we will start. So, Akala, you have just gotten your assignment from your master to infiltrate the Starlight Bar and get a bounty puck for the bounty placed on Oko Valneem. Um, to retrieve her, which means that you need to uh, infiltrate a space not typically welcome to Jedi. So, is there anything that you would like to do to try to make that infiltration easier while you're still at the Jedi Temple and before you um, go out? I'll say that there's a lot of resources available to you. Um, if you if something strikes you, just ask, and if it's within reason, we'll see what we can do. So, um, yeah, I think just. Uh finding some robes that she doesn't normally wear, something long, something with a hood um, to cover up her horns because her, or her head tails because they stick out kind of like a sore, sore thumb because they're bright black and white. Um, so yeah, is it far? Do I need to get like a ship or anything to, to go there? Um, so you could get to the Starlight Bar from the Jedi Temple without having to provide your own vehicle. You could theoretically take public transportation to get there. However, since you do work for the Jedi Order, you can requisition use of like land speeders and hovercraft and like even if you were to go off-world, like theoretically bigger ships if something required it. So you can go to um, the requisitions office in the armory and ask them for uh, materials that you would want that are in like within reason and in relation to your mission, basically. Um, so you could uh, request a like land speeder. You could also just ha like call a taxi to take you there as well, um, or have somebody drop you off if you didn't want to like keep track of a car. But you could also, yeah, you could probably requisition your own. Um, yeah, I'll probably just take public transportation then, just so there's no record or possibility of being followed or whatever. I don't know. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to do to conceal your light weapon, your light shield, because that's more so than being a Togruton, which is, you know, just another species on the planet. Your lightsaber is what's probably going to do the most to give you away. The upshot of that is that it's a, in, in a typical form or in an atypical form. So it's not going to be completely obvious if it's in the open, but people might ask questions about it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just, um, it's mostly metal and I'm not going to have it on. So would people would it still be recognized even when it's off and if I just had it on my back or something? 
Um, if you had it on your back and it was like mostly obscured by like a robe or something, I would I would probably say that the average person wouldn't question it too hard. But if somebody were to get like a good look at the technology, they would pro and they had good intelligence, they may be able to recognize it. So it's within um, your discretion how you would like to deal with that. Okay, yeah, I will strap it on my back somehow in a way that my robe covers it then. Excellent. Okay, so yeah. um, Akala looking somewhat like a turtle with her robes flowing over <laughs> yeah. this round object on her back. Um, you take uh, the public transportation. You, I'm going to say that you probably just pick up a taxi. Um, you get ferried there. Um, you know, somebody from the Jedi Order calls in a service and somebody comes and picks you up. Um, would you like to try to enter the Starlight Bar um, from like the hangar entrance that is like already a part of the bar and try to gain admittance that way? Or would you like to go to the bottom and come up um, through like the center of the building? Uh, which way is less conspicuous? <laughs> um, roll an insight check. Okay. Insight, insight, insight. Which one is that? Wisdom. Okay. That is a 14. A 14? That's pretty good. Um, you uh, have never really participated in the criminal underworld in a meaningful way. Like, you haven't been really associated with, like, the Jedi Inquisitors that are, like, do a lot of, like, the law enforcement side of, like, Jedi work. Um, but you do have a general understanding that Entering in, like, people that would go to the Starlight Bar that, like, if they were well-known or, like, anybody that's anybody is probably going to, like, drive to it and either park or, like, go through the hangar in some way. Like, they, not very many people enter the building from the street level if they don't have to. Because, like, you would have to leave your car somewhere and, like walk and like it would you would just you would intuit that people would probably like go to the hangar if they were regulars okay i'll do that then go through the hangar okay um so this uh yellow black striped uh air taxi uh comes up and parks into the hangar um they get clearance um to land um the taxi driver uh who's just a human tells you all right, uh, this is your stop. Uh, it looks like the, the entrance to this bar, if you haven't been here before, is just going to be up those stairs over there, and then there'll be a line. Somebody will check you in, um, and you should be good to go. Um, if you need to be picked up, um, just get in touch with the people that got in touch with me, you know what I'm saying, and uh, I, can, I can come by the bar again, all right? Thank you very much, sir. Great. So do you make your way to the entrance, or what would you like to do? Yeah, dude. Let's go. Okay, so you notice that uh, in the part of the hangar that you parked in, it's, like, clearly for, like, the less big ships, um, you notice that, like, some other, like, larger, more, like, yacht-looking type things are flying around, like, the outside of the bar and dropping off, like, more important guests. Um, again, the Starlight Bar is in a place called 500 Republica, which is where the affluent um, politicians and businessmen of Coruscant tend to have, like, their largest, most extravagant parties and homes and stuff like that. Um, so you are shrouded um, and are looking somewhat more of like on the seedier side, which is not out of place for the Starlight Bar at all. It's a very weird place in that it mixes this high society with the underbelly that 
does their dirty work. Um, so as you make your way um, through this part of the hangar, um, you notice that like there's some places that there's like more fucked up looking ships, like kind of some beaters. You notice that there's like some shell casings of like various ammunition kind of on like the hangar floor in some areas. Um, and as you go up these stairs, um, you start to hear the pounding of bass music like through several floors. Um, and you uh, turn the corner of the stairwell and it is red carpeted um, completely. The vibe is completely different than it was in the hangar. Now you're starting to see like where the wealth is starting to appear. There's like red tinted lights all around the hallway and they're all blinking in succession down the hallway towards um, a line of people trying to get into the bar. Yikes, okay, huh. So is it a long line or is it a short line? It's not that long. Um, you notice that there's like there's like 10 or so people and they're like going in. Like there doesn't seem to be that much of a holdup. Um, you notice that they are showing various forms of identification um, and that there is, um, similar to what I described last episode with uh, L, there is like a computer system and a droid that does pop out of the wall and scan people. Um, to like see who they are when they get in. So it looks like there's going to be some sort of explanation that needs to be done at the front of the line. Um, okay, I think I'll just get in line then. I don't really know. I mean, is there... No, I don't want to break in. I don't want to try to sneak in. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, I'll just get in line. Okay. Um, the guy at the front uh, of the line who's checking people is pretty nondescript. Um, he's just like a... <clears throat> tall kind of hulking uh normal human man with kind of tan skin and a buzz cut um he's just kind of looking at identification like okay next uh right okay uh wall droid comes out scans the person that's in the front of the line green light flashes all right you can go in um and they go in uh and the line just kind of continues you are some like few minutes passes. Um, you are now second in line, so you have about thirty seconds before you're gonna have to have this interaction. Uh, what, if anything, uh, is Akala thinking about? So um, I do have uh, my nobility birth, my my uh, position of privilege, if you will. Um, okay. Which is a, a thing that comes with my background. Uh, thanks to my noble birth, people are inclined to think the best of me, and I am welcome in high society. And people assume that I have the right to be wherever I am. Um, so I think I might just uh, drop my name <laughs> if I need to, and drop my father's name maybe if need be. Um, it's bullshit. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, okay. So um, so that's that's basically a trait, right? So like that's just something that yeah, that's that's my background feature. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, so what I'll say, okay, well, let's, let's role play this a little bit then. So what I'll say then is that we're going to honor that for sure. Okay. Um, to not blow your cover though, you're going to have to, to pull that card without revealing that you're also a Jedi. Okay. Right. So that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, the guy in front of you gets scanned through. You're now looking up um, about six inches into the face of this human man um, who looks down and says, Hello, please uh, state your name and any identification uh, to enter the bar. Hello, my name is Akla Resh. I'm uh, here on behalf of my father, Jory Resh, from the, the planet of Shili. Oh, 
Well then, um, let's see, Resh, uh, Resh, uh, Waldroid, remind, remind me where the name Resh is familiar, Waldroid, um, the Waldroid pops out and just kind of looks at him and then scans him, oddly <laughs> enough, like, doesn't respond, he just goes, doo -doo -doo -doo, shh, shh, and he looks back at the droid and he says, oh, that's right, yeah, that's a, that's a Sheely family, isn't it? Oh, thank you, Waldroid, um, right, so you said you're here on behalf, oh, so you must be meeting some... Important because you see some identification just to just to verify. We don't need to do the whole scanning thing. Um, to, to just so I know who you are. Uh, would I have any sort of verification? Would I have any any identification that has my name on it at all? Um, you would probably you definitely have like an ID that's issued by the Jedi Order. You might also just have a Coruscanti. Uh, yeah, you also have a Corsanti ID that is just, like, your name, like, essentially a driver's license that doesn't mention that you're a Jedi. Okay, yeah, I'll pull that out. Okay, um, he examines it. Um, he's going to, to just give you another once over. Um, I need you to make, um, a deception check for me real quick just to see that he doesn't, uh, pick up on anything, okay. um, in particular. Okie dokie. Ooh, that's an 18, boy. 18 is great, 18, 18 will definitely do it. Um, he thinks about asking like why if you're this politician that you're like have this weird shield on your back. Like he kind of like looks at the like lump of like what kind of looks like a shell in your robes and is like, right, yeah, she politician Rush family. Right. Well, I won't keep you. Um, sorry about um, just staring off into space like that for a second. Um, uh, Waldroid, um, make sure you make sure the doors are open, and uh, the Waldroid uh, activates the door switch, and it opens. He takes up the uh, the VIP velvet rope, and you now have access to the Starlight Bar. Thank you so much, sir. Oh, yes, any any time, Trudy. Uh, uh, and you are you are let in. Um, great. So now all three of you are in the Starlight bar. Um, just to remind you guys and the folks at home, the Starlight Bar is a pretty gaudy place. It is a multi-story bar at the penthouse of a very tall, um, very sleek looking cylindrical mega tower and 500 Republica. Um, the bar is three separate levels uh, that are completely circular. So it's like... Um, it has kind of a Space Needle vibe in that it's like a narrow tower with a large protruding circular top. Um, the outsides of that circular donut are glass, so from any point in the bar as you walk around it, you can see over the Coruscant skyline, like over 500 Republica, which is gorgeous. Um, most of the color scheming in the bar is red and dark, like mahogany wood. So there's red carpet in places where like that aren't by the bars somewhere like where people would spill things and there is a series of bars around the ship um l uh you're sitting in a corner booth as last i remember um as much of a corner booth as you can have in a circular bar um rama you are chatting at the bar with nola breeze um and akali you just walked in and don't know either of those two people are here um what is Akala's first move going to be in this bar while we're just focused on her? Um, probably just uh, sit, find a place that's not super occupied and just kind of sit and wait um, for information just to try to not get noticed too much. Okay, 
So the bar is pretty bustling. There's a lot of people here. You, the music on this entry level is not super loud, but you can hear like as you get like to the subsequent floors, it's gonna get louder and louder. Um, and so here is like where people are doing most of their drinking and talking and socializing. So it is kind of crowded. So you're maneuvering through these people, these different aliens. Um, there's robot service droids that are scooting around all of the bar, delivering drinks. Um, most of the service people, um, like it's like a three to one ratio of droids to actual people. So most of the time it's like um, very regal looking like C-3PO type droids, protocol droids behind the bar being like, oh, hello, madam, could I get you this drink? Um, there is a cantina band in one end of this section of the bar, but they're playing very tasteful like jazz music, not like loud um like are you really sure they're playing TV. jazz <laughs> um space jazz they're playing space jazz awesome. yeah they're playing oh, space, jazz. space you jazz you know the name of space jazz in star wars uh, oh is that what cantina music is but it's not like it's not like it's way more like human like smoky bluesy jazz Amelia, than it they, is don't like, <laughs> they don't understand they don't understand don't get it what do you mean uh, you don't get it you, what are you getting at the name of the music, like most likely, like uh, the space jazz in Star Wars, is called jizz. Oh, uh, so they're playing. I, I, they're playing I, some if, smoky jizz music in the corner. <laughs> um, smoky it's jizz. Very, that's what I say. Very soulful. Mandalore. Very soulful. It's in time with like the bass that you the like techno bass that you hear like on subsequent like higher level yeah, it's floors. Yeah, well timed jizz. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> You know, it's not, they're not rushing it. It's not coming too late. You know, it's just right on time. It's got a good uh, rhythm to good it. Good beat you know? and solid rhythm, yeah. yeah. Exactly. They hate it when they hit the jizz too early in the bar. It's the worst. Yes, sex jokes, am I right? Um, so, <laughs> it's funny because it's about sex. <laughs> um, so you, uh, Akalov, move through this bar of people. Um, you pass by several tables and you go to where there's like less fancy people in like nice elegant robes and stuff you go away from those people and you go towards the, the people that look a little bit more dangerous that are kind of sitting more isolated um some of these people are carrying weapons you notice that there's a group of three people um well one wookie um, with a bow caster and like ammunition belts and feathers and beads uh, like braided into her fur um, and that Wookiee is sitting with uh, two human um, women who both have large gold hoop earrings, and all of them are strapped. They're sitting alone at a table, um, and they kind of look at you as you pass by, um, and you kind of get the impression that like these people are a little bit dangerous. There's another group of three um, men all wearing red and white, um, like essentially stormtrooper armor, although it's not the exact model in terms of the helmets. Um, but they're wearing armor all with a big V on the chest plate of that armor. And they're kind of drinking and like conspiring together in a corner. Um, you see um, a lone Tweelek in another booth um, looking shady, but you can't really make out their face. Um, and you sit down kind of amongst this group of uh, rabble rousers. Um, L, why don't you go ahead and give me a uh, hide check? Oh, amazing. That's that's such a good role. Do, you don't even need to hear it, though, right? Uh, I do. Do you want stealth? It. Is that what you're wanting? Um, 
I think it's hide because your body language was like you trying to hide your face just now in the what camera. What is hide? Isn't that a skill? Isn't that hide? You can, oh, you have to, um, think maybe I'm getting my systems mixed up. I think that might be 7C. I am, okay. Uh, please make me then a uh, deception check, rather. Oh. That's a, that's a cool 12. Okay, okay, a 12 works. Um, Akala passes right by your booth. Um, does not recognize you at all. Um, Do no- I notice her? Um. So same thing. Um, Akala, please roll me. Uh, yeah, a deception. Deception. Check. Okay. Yeah. Um, which one is? Do that? I need to like roll perception to see? Oh no! Test it. <laughs> that um, was a. I'll say, oh, wait, I'll say, on. yeah, let's say, let's have this role be opposed. Since L was sitting and, like, observing the room and Akala was walking past, like, you were already kind of, like, like, Akala wasn't looking for you, but now that you're, yeah. like, hiding, like, you have to make the, the check, right? Okay, so, uh, yeah. it's gonna be opposed perception, deception. Sure. What was the perception for L? Uh, that would be a four, Rob. Uh, well, I uh, got a nat one, which ends up being a two. So, fuck yeah! Boo! <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm so good at this. I'm so perceptive. So good so you at D and D. So nat, good at Star Wars. You got a nat one on your stealth check. I'm gonna focus on that a little bit harder than I am gonna be the noticing thing. Um, L, I'm gonna say yeah. like a four is still so low. You That's th- fair. You think that, this is what you take away with, you're pretty sure you know who that, oh like who, like that that the person way, is somebody that you know. The way you they walk is so familiar, I just cannot place it. <laughs> mm. Exactly. Um, Akala. Did we go to high school together? Oh. <laughs> as, I'm going to say hi. As you pass on the nat one, you've tried to conceal your shield with this robe, but on a nat one, inexplicably, part of that covering is pulled back as you passed L, and the, the circular kyber crystal embedded in your shield does not activate it doesn't activate the lightsaber it Thank just <laughs> blinks gold once as it passes l and then goes dark and then it's covered again and i guess i don't notice that happen cuz it's on my back probably um i'm going to i'm going to say you like notice that like something like happened to your shield Okay. Like you may have not caught like the whole sequence, but you just know like something weird just happened like on your back. Okay. I kind of like put a hand on it just to like secure it, make sure nothing weird happens. I assume with the four, I'm just kind of like, oh, that's odd. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like so catch like, the light. That's weird. Well, so that's that's why you get the sense of like something. I mm. there is a connection here. That there. I'm not aware of. Mm. So you're on notice to mm. Akala's deception. Um, Akala is not onto you yet. <laughs> um, international <laughs> superstar, <laughs> I guess. Okay, um, so you two are sitting down in kind of this like sixty foot area. The bar. like emperor's new groove thing, where you know <laughs> I have the menu up and then you have the menu up and then yeah. <laughs> also trying to figure out where you're from too. Is this, uh, uh. Here's Gil's point. You, uh, we played high school basketball together, right? <laughs> right. Right. At least I remember that monologue. 
Uh, exactly. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. (laughs) Um, Kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, It'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. Um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that, but, um, we'll, we'll get there. We'll catch up. And, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy, um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually, Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's... It's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Um, Brennan, let's move over to Rama. So Rama's been here the longest. Um, do you think it's so it's been like a few hours since your ship crashed into here? Um, 
and you've been at the bar this whole time. Um, do you think Rama's been drinking? Um, I think Rama's usually drinking, if I'm going to be honest. Character <laughs> okay. flaw. Um, and, like, I'm already so far in debt. Like, what's the difference if I had 10 credits onto it? So I've just been just throwing back the, the, the Mandalorian old fashions. <laughs> so do you have your helmet off then? Uh, no, I've just been, like, <laughs> lifting it up and changing my face slightly, <laughs> like, pouring it in. Or better yet, can I ask for, a st- like, a really long straw and just have the straw leave, like, up into the helmet? <laughs> um, yeah, so when you first started, when you first sat down with Nola Breeze and started drinking, um, and you ordered your drinks, um, I imagine that, like, you asked for the straw and she very kind of, like, exasperatedly got you a very long straw and put it in your very short tumbler glass of liquor <laughs> and it is it is this large mandalorian armored you know dressed to the nines with a small glass and a very long straw just <sighs> that really hits a spot i tell you how's your life nola um it's it's okay rama um you look ridiculous I'm sorry. I know you've had a long day. It's just, you're so... You're a lot different than I imagined most Mandalorians would be. What are you talking and, about? We all wear the same clothing. Well, that's kind of what I mean. Like, um... You know, all Mandalorians have kind of, like, this tough guy, you know, strong but silent type mentality, like, to the T. And I haven't met that many Mandalorians, but you're actually, um, you're just very honest with who you are in a way that doesn't lend itself to kind of the closed nature of Mandalorian. Like most Mandalorians would just refuse to drink rather than have a straw, even though it's a very uh, practical but somewhat silly solution. You, You know what I mean? I completely agree. Let me tell you something. I learned a long time ago that following all the Mandalorian's rules to a T doesn't always play out. The only T you'll find on me is the one on my giant Mandalorian helmet. Outside of that, whatever makes the most sense makes the most sense. Just Your helmet that is gigantic. It does seem bigger than normal now that you mention it. Is that, by, is that a design choice? Uh, well, I'll give you two options and let you decide which one's right. It was the first one I could find when I looted it off of somebody else. Option B, yes, because I have a massive head. Well, I don't... You've mentioned before that you were a foundling, so I think you just have a big head. Guess you'll never know which one, will ya? I... I guess not. Um, as a reminder, Nola Breeze is a Devorian woman. Um, who Devorians typically are a, a somewhat nomadic species. Um, the men tend to leave their home world and like adventure the galaxy. So it's actually kind of rare that you see Devorian women's off, like Devorian women off their home world. Um, and uh, she has like horns that like ring the, like her forehead. They're small horns, only about like an inch long essentially but they kind of create this jagged crown um and she has kind of um yeah like crimson red skin basically and she wears like leather um like almost kind of like an outfit that would be very good for like sneaking around in the shadows like tight leather pants with 
like dark shoes that don't make a lot of noise. She has a black leather jacket that opens onto like a, a red shirt um, that's just plain, like no logo, and she has a pistol at her hip. Um, listen, so Rama, um, I've really Hold enjoyed. Up. One second, bartender, another one. <laughs> And finish up the the Mandalorian old fashioned and ask for another one. This time with the crazy straw, please. Thank you. Right away, sir. And a uh, <laughs> protocol droid uh, reaches out their Hell hand, yeah. uh, picks up the glass, um, and then like their hand like tilts back ninety degrees, revealing a like soft drink spout basically, but for liquor, and mixes you a drink just from his wrist into the glass. Um, pulls out a crazy straw that's from a drawer. They have like four just for like instances like this. Like they're almost out basically. Give you the drink back. Um, right. So Rama, um, it's been great catching up with you. Unfortunately, we do have to talk some business. Rick has been adamant that so long as you're in debt to him, he's going to want to employ your services as a bounty hunter, as a gun for hire, um, until he considers that debt paid. So that's the bad news. The good news is that even though the Nautilin got away, there is a huge bounty that has just been issued as of the last few days. Um, it's worth a million credits, which is a ton of money, it would easily clear your debt, it's going to be a difficult mission, though, and part of the requirement um, that Brick has decided kind of arbitrarily is that you need a team of at least two or three people to even get the bounty puck. Um, Was he not which, believe I can take it by myself? Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is that whether or not he believes that, it's going to look weird if he makes an exception for his man on the inside. Because Brick wants you to have that money so he can have that money. You see why that makes sense? Like, he wants... Brick is going to take a cut no matter what. If you get the bounty, he's going to get part of the money. So he's invested in you doing this, but... And she kind of leans in and she says... And looks over like at the section where Akala and El are sitting and says, But bounty hunters, as you know, when they smell a mole or a rat or just that something's up, they get a little they get a little itchy in their trigger fingers. So you may need to find some sort of way to to get some support. Um, to just at least look legitimate. So all right. I can't, All right. can't believe I'm going to ask you to do this, but try to do some politicking. Oh, God. Make some friends. Just He, like, spits out through this. Like, <laughs> you see, like, drops, like, go through his hand. I'm politicking. Listen, it, we'll figure out something no matter what, but just if you can't find anybody, just Brick might give you a hard time about it, but just try to find something to do, Okay. Um, anyway, I, I need to, we're going to, we're going to move into the back room in about 10 minutes. I'm going to make my rounds, gather people together. Um, and I'll just give you the signal. Okay. All right. One second. Um, sure. was I weapons checked? I can't remember. Do I have my pistols? 
You were not. You do have your pistols. Nobody's okay, awesome. Nobody was weapon checked getting into the Starlight Bar, um, which is... <laughs> Wait, why not? Are you kidding me? What so, security thinking? So the whole, the whole, so most of the wealthy people that are somebodies, you know, uh, businessmen, politicians, et cetera, et cetera, have their own hired security with them. Um, there is like bar security um, of which like Nola is a part of as part of her job. Um, there's also the security like at both of the doors. The idea is that nobody gets in that doesn't have a reason to be here. Um, you guys got in because you name dropped some very specific things in the case of L, a bounty, a bounty that he should not have known about. Um, and then in the case of Akala, she name dropped her very wealthy family and so presumed to be part of it. Um, so like there is a lot of people with guns here. It's a very American mentality of like other people with guns will prevent other people with guns from doing shit with guns, which is right, that's perhaps reckless, but... Mm, um, no, it works pretty well. I can't think of any downsides. Yeah. Um, but no, so nobody's nobody's weapon checked, but there is a, like, there is a lot of, like, mutual deterrence. Um, Mad. In that case, um, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk to the service droid, like, oh, excuse me here, uh, service droid, have you ever heard of the, uh, Mandalorian super old-fashioned Coruscant shake cocktail. Uh, he like pauses for a second and like his eyes like kind of like uh glow like from one side to the other like he's like processing like three white dots and I do not believe I have that mixture in my records. All right, the only thing you do you make it like normal, but if something weird happens, you don't call security. You got it. Is there an issue that needs calling attention to security? I'm not sure I understand your request. The point, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna set my blaster to stun. Just so, like, it doesn't do any damage. I'm gonna shoot it. Poof! In the bar and be like, Alright, I got a bounty for a million credits. Anybody want in? Come follow me, please. Only two. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you shoot the protocol droid? No, I just shoot in the sky. Like, it just, it's on stun, too. So it just, like, hits the ceiling and dissipates. Okay. I feel like I may have slightly undersold how bad of an idea that would have been. Wait, (laughs) is stun a thing in Star Wars? Like, you don't set phasers to stun. It's a blaster. Yeah, that's a Star Trek thing. Um, you, I, it's, all weapons have a non-lethal setting just for practicality. Um, it's, like... You know, in the, in the same way that you can't, like, do... It's, like, it's really it, conceptually hard to do non-lethal damage with a bow, but there are scenarios in which you would want to do non-lethal damage. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, That's fair. Yeah. And, listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of technology in Star Wars. It's it's so within the realm of... That's um, fair. That's super fair. Um, so, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you... You can announce in that sort of way that you wanted the bounty... Drawing and firing a weapon in here will make everybody that is hired to keep somebody safe instantly want to kill you. Are you positive that that's the right move Do in it. this neutral, non-aggressive set? No downsides at all. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like you just want Rama to die. Like, I'm not even <laughs> responsible for this at this point. Um... 
Okay, well, first I'm going to need you to make an opposed athletics check against Nola real quick. Because she's yeah. like a step or two away. That's and fair. And if she sees you pull this gun, <laughs> she's going to try to stop you from getting shot. So I'm going to just roll an athletics check for her. All right, yeah. got plus zero to athletics. I'm not... That's not good. All right, 19. Wow. Uh, you totally beat her. She can't prevent you from uh, trying to pull the gun. She's like, no, Mama, don't fucking... Uh, and then you pull the gun. You shoot it in the air. Um, she gets to you a second later and, like, uh, fully, like, forces your hand, like, down. Um, you say whatever you say. Go ahead and... and yeah, go ahead and also make a, a persuasion check as well. All right. That's 16 <laughs> on the disadvantage. Die. Plus three to persuasion. That's a nineteen on persuasion. I, I set the DC <laughs> as fifteen in my head, um, so we have to. We're gonna honor that. Um, so you know the four. If you hadn't rolled that, like I was going to shoot you a bunch. Um, Rama but. shoots up into the air. The band stops playing. Like, everybody hears the sound of, like, a blaster fire, which isn't, like, a quiet sound. Like, it's not like a pew. It's like a like a really, like, resonant-sounding, like, zap. You shoot the floor. <laughs> um, a beam of blue flashes up from the, the ground to the ceiling. Everybody kind of, like, ducks and, like, rocks. And then once people realize that Nola has, like, grabbed your arm and that you are just advertising to like do like basically get a crew for this bounty um they just like the fancy people like are kind of like a like aghast and like angry and they start yelling at like the bar staff to like control the patrons and noah's like i know i know i'm sorry he's an idiot Fuck, Rama, what the hell are you doing? I know, listen, the next round of drinks are going to be on the bar. Don't worry about it. I'll talk to Brick. And she, like, shoves you over to the section of, like, other miscreants on the <laughs> other side of the bar. Christ alive. Um, L and Akala, like, what do you... You hear this. Um, what is your reaction to this Mandalorian just, like, firing his gun and advertising that he's looking for a crew to do a bounty with? I'm gonna sink a little further into my chair and think, I don't know who in the hell in their right mind would go with that man. Yeah, I think Akala has similar thoughts as well. Um, I think maybe keeping a hand on her shield just in case shit gets whack, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm probably trying to read the room to see if things are escalating or notice how they're de-escalating. Um, but probably, and also just keep an eye on that guy yeah. <laughs> just see if he does anything else while i'm here yeah um got you um akala is that the same yeah. for you mm -hmm. okay um so you two are both at your booths going like this guy is fucking crazy um the uh the table that had the wookies and the two uh women with the gold earrings um, they all like look over at Rama as he's like pushed by Nola Breeze like over to this section of the bar. Um, and they just kind of like sneer at him like like Rama. Like they like clearly recognize Rama and are like this fucking guy. Um, the table with the three soldier looking dudes, 
um, with the V's on their chest um, look up and just start like cackling at you like <laughs> Rama what the fuck was that dude you're firing guns in the starlight you've really fucking lost your edge man I can't believe you're still out here doing this shit um, and these like three dudes just start like going in on you I'm gonna mumble uh, you and me both I'm gonna take like the retire on Alderaan brochure and like tuck it back into my cloak um i also like you are like 31 like you still could do this for like 33 you could still do this for like 20 27 years it'd be yeah i mean like when jesus was 33 arguably in his prime (laughs) um yeah so uh brahma um there you know i mean you notice uh L and Akala each sitting at a table alone. Um, is, would you like to try to initiate any conversations, or are you also going to sit by yourself? Uh, I'm going to try to initiate conversation. This should be fun. <laughs> okay, with who would you like to talk? Uh, I'm going to talk with... Um, I'm going to talk with the one that uh, is male presenting. Okay. Um, yeah, so you, you walk up to L. Excuse me, sorry about the disturbance. Um, I, uh, anyway, I'm looking for a crew. Yeah, yeah, you kind of made that clear. I'm glad. Uh, most people, uh, kind of look the other way, clutch their pearls, etc. And, uh, you've seen, like, you have some combat training because you didn't flinch or look like something crazy just happened. So, I mean, come on, what do you think? Uh, you good at anything other than shooting ceilings and making a scene? <laughs> uh, I'm good at just about everything that dude involves shooting something. Um, I'm a decent pilot too. I got my own ship, etc. At any rate, the only thing you really gotta know about me is I can help get things done. Like, like what? Find people, kill people, bring in people. If it has to do with procuring a human. Alien. I guess everyone's an alien, etc. We can get it done. Got ten years of experience. I ain't in it for the glory either. We'll get things done as fast as you can. So, uh, you have anything to back this up, or am I just taking your good word for it? Uh, I'm gonna take out, like, my Mandalorian log, which I picture is like a puck with, like, all the bounties I've done. Um... Over the last six, three, four, four, probably like five, no, five years. Yeah, five years. I've been, <laughs> I've been doing bounties after the ten years I was a soldier, and I'm just gonna throw it down on the table, um, and then say, <clears throat> "Sorry about the thing." Men always have a saying, you know, uh, to get things moving quickly in a bar. Stop the jizz and out you is. I think. Actually, ignore that. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think I've met some Mandalorians in my time, and they don't—they don't say that. Yeah, I look through the puck, and I assume it looks like actually decent track record. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this puck it like acts dual purpose as like a log, like documenting all of the bounties that he has successfully collected. It also is like a license to bounty hunt, essentially that is issued by um, the Galactic Republic. Um, which is like not necessarily like a prestigious thing. It's more of like the government just recognized like this is a profession and it's like better to have people licensed 
hmm. like and registered basically than not. Um, but okay. it doesn't really like prove much about his character other than he's like done a lot of bounties, um, presumably. Yeah, but he does have like a bounty hunter's license, which is of use to me, right? Having someone who's licensed to do it. Um, it yes, yeah. It actually for you in particular, it is. It would be valuable to have somebody that could present that if anybody asked questions, since you are not licensed to do that. So, right. like, um, I mean, just hypothetically, like, if you got stopped by uh, somebody of authority and you explained like what you were actually doing, they may mm-hmm. ask to see something like that. Um, but again, that's a hy- hypothetical. But yeah, it is useful. For yeah. I'm gonna when you when you hit the bounty hunter license at the end of my history, I'm gonna say. That there is a bounty hunter license. If you want a, if you want a bounty with a million credits, good luck following down that rabbit hole without someone who's got a license. What do you know about a bounty with a million credits? Uh, the official bounty's being issued by a friend of mine. His name's Brick. Uh, liaison between us named Nola. She's offering it to me personally. I uh, could use the cash. I'm trying to retire ASAP. But, uh... Contingent upon finding a crew of two others. Interesting. And uh, I assume this bounty, we'd split it three ways then? Uh, <clears throat> well, the uh, Brick's got a vested interest in doing it done. He's got overhead and, uh, you know, other things associated. So after he takes his cut, it looks like it's going to be uh, we split what's left. Negotiations follow after I find a crew. So if you want to negotiate for a certain price, cut of that million, join the crew. We can talk to Nola. All right. I'm interested, pending how that negotiation pans out. Yeah. But, uh... <clears throat> Smart of you. Hmm. Well, uh, let me know when you find a third person. Um... Or when you want to negotiate price, I will be sitting here and nursing this drink until otherwise. Uh, perhaps I could use your help. Hmm? I don't, I don't really know people here. Neither do I. But, perceptive enough to hear me out, smart enough to know that you're going to want this bounty, and wise enough to know that you're going to need this bounty, you need my bounty at the license to get this bounty. I'm not sure I can chalk up my decision right now to smarts and wisdom, but I appreciate it. Smarts and wisdom are subjective. In my mind, you smarter, as smart as I am, and three times as wise. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I'm going to chuckle and be like, hey, you're not so bad. What's your name? Uh, M. M. Mm-hmm. You're named after a letter of the alphabet. Sure. Rama. I'm going to offer my Mandalorian gloved hand to, to shake. Yeah, do the, the cool handshake. <laughs> Grab just risks to check for daggers. Be like, all right. <sighs> I did see one other person in flinch when I fired a blaster into the air. Uh, I'll be right back. Okay, all right, I'm going to... you like to go? Uh, I'm going to walk up to... Um, the other person who didn't flinch when I fired a gun, and I'm guessing that was Akala, the training Jedi. <laughs> um, yeah, you, I mean, uh, to the extent that you noticed anything, I mean, to the, 
I get the sense that Rama is so, was somewhat bullshitting when he talked about the flinch, because I'm not sure how he would have picked that up. Um, but we can also say that, like, yeah, like, you're also drawn to Akala as just the other single, clearly unaccompanied person at you the know, section of the bar. The Force. <laughs> <laughs> Shush now, there'll be plenty of time She's for that. She's got an aura about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I hate about Rob getting to GM a campaign with the Force. You can hand wave anything. I feel like I oh, was the space magic Any between GM technology and magic. Literally man. hand wave. Yeah. Hand wave. Um, this is not the plot hole you were looking for. <laughs> exactly. You're invincible. Um, okay, so you walk over to Agla. The jizz music has uh, once again started up again. Um, so there's kind of like a, a jazzy saxophone. Sorry, a jizzy saxophone going on in the background. <laughs> Um, what what would you like to say to Akala? Is that the name of the music, or is that the name of the guy playing the music? It's the name of the music. It's, it's the, the name of the music. The Don't okay. be silly. I you need to respect time. other cultures. Yeah. Gotcha. The so, fun thing is, the saxophone is actually named after a guy named oh. Adolf Sax. That's pretty he cool. He made a saxophone, so they call it a saxophone. That's pretty awesome. Uh, so I'm going to to Akala and be like... <clears throat> Uh, excuse me, my name is Rama. I uh, don't suppose you're interested in a business venture. Uh, aren't we all here for a business venture? All right. I'm going to slide over the puck and slide it through my past bounties along with my hunter's license. We got a bounty of one million credits. Here's my licensure. I fired a gun indoors. You look like you've seen combat because you didn't huck behind your 30 to 40... Uh, you didn't duck behind your 30 to 40 different uh, bodyguards. In fact, you don't have any bodyguards. You came to the starlight alone. You look like someone who could take care of themselves. Uh, yes, I suppose so. Is it just you at the moment? I got someone else on board. Contingent, I can get a third. Um, and I'm... It's that one over there. I'm going to point towards, uh, M. <laughs> uh, the name's M. M. Uh, Akala, go ahead and just roll, um, I'm going to say, uh, roll a intelligence check. Just, like, you basically, I'm checking to see whether or not Akala would put together that M is the same naming convention as L, as in terms of letters. And like, just if see I've heard if, it from L before, use that <laughs> pseudonym, maybe? Well, if just, like, if that would ring any bells of, like, there is somebody that is going by a singular name that's right. based off of a letter. So just right. go ahead and roll an intelligence check. Oh, that, you don't know that M is based off a letter. It could be short for something. Yeah, that was, that's a six. Like, Emothy. A six? Uh, it totally doesn't click in your head that there's yeah. anything similar between those names. Um, keep going. Um, yeah, I'm just looking over the, the bounty hunter license puck deal. Um... How long have you been in this business, fool? Well, five years. Next Tuesday. Five years with this many bounties. Look, the cost of bounties barely covers the price of overhead. Fuel, blasters, repairs on the ship. It takes a long time to save enough to get out of this hole. Right. Look, what I like for in... In cash, in fame, I have an experience. I was a soldier ten years before this. Do you have any sort of plan? The plan is to find other people who can make a plan. Promising. 
Uh, I might have to meet your compatriot before I agree to anything. Smart. Um, both both of you roll me, actually all three of you roll me a perception check, just DC 10. Natural roll one. Is that nat 20? I have a minus one to perception. Natural one, okay. But that's a 16, so that's a 15. I have a plus five to perception. What? So that is a 23, that's a 23. Okay, so Akala, um, in mid-conversation, you notice um, Nola Breeze, uh, the woman that, like, pushed, you know, you would know her as the woman that pushed uh, Rama, like, towards the section of the bar. You see her check her watch from the other side of the bar and go towards a door in, like, a section of the wall, like, on the interior of the bar that slides open. And you also notice um, the Wookiee and the two ladies stand up and head that direction and you also notice the three men with the v's on their chest also stand up and head to that direction of the bar l you rolled on that one um so you are just so focused on like eavesdropping this conversation um that you're just like not even paying attention to the other people around you um you actually you also get distracted because you get a message on your phone from um uh cecil Oh. Um, it's a text message. Um, it says, hey, bitch, hope you're doing okay. Hope everything's going well um, with the bounty and then a couple dollar like emojis. Also, the Jedi have completely quarantined the Power and Lights District after that lightning strike. It's kind of crazy here right now, but nobody's coming in and out for I don't know how long. So just stay safe out there. Bye-bye. Um, and it that's the end of the text message. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be like, OMG, that's crazy. And then um, just, are you okay? Question mark. But like, are you? And then <laughs> Elle is a shitty texter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cecil is like one of those people that definitely like over texts um, that like will text like multiple paragraphs like if she gets on a roll. Um, yeah, L is definitely the like you asked eight questions and he'll just like, like respond to like the one, one of them. L <laughs> responds uh, four hours later and then sends you good question mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> so I already you know get, that. <laughs> you get a long text back about like about like what the apartment is like and like what the neighbor what's going on in the neighborhood and like people that she's talked to. The gist of it though, to narrow it down to like succinct chunks of information um is that everything like in the district seems fine like there's a lot of um like republic police and a couple jedi running around like trying to figure out like where the lightning exactly came from and like what caused it um and so they're trying to like keep traffic low by keeping like nobody in or out but everything's Mm -hmm. going on pretty much as normal like she also tells you that she's going to work so like you get the sense that there's not like any major threat but it's just it's gonna be hard to get in or out i respond to that with the equivalent of the thumbs up react word word um <laughs> so uh that perception check happened in the middle of a conversation with akala and rama um so akala with that uh, 23 you noticed all the moving around in the bar um what would you like to do oh also rama what did you roll again for that uh, i rolled a, a 16 on the die which is a 15 for me <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, then you actually, like, do notice, um, like, you, like, 
you see that Akala is looking past you and you turn around and you see Nola kind of being like waving you over like, hey, come on, dickhead, like uh, it's time. Uh, and uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean the, these characters to be antagonistic to you. You just keep doing things that like. <laughs> I'm not trying to be Rama mean to you. It. You Rama just deserve it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Rava. I love. I. I want him we, to. We got friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in the Jedi Padawan. Someone's got to be the the chaotic, not suit, <laughs> the near do well at <laughs> the party. Fully here for it. Um, I. What love if it. Giuseppe was just had more capacity for destruction? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> at least I'm not Italian this time. Um, but uh, we can't. We can't be a party of. Uh, we we got to I got to be the near do well. The. Uh, I don't even is that that's a word, right? The nurse sits still, still yeah. maybe. Yeah, I got sure. Okay. The um, nurse sits still. <laughs> Sounds like a microaggression against people with ADHD. I get so, this. Uh Rama and Akala, what would you two like to do? Um, I point over to Nola and I say, Is that the woman you were with before? That's the one. Look. I'm in a bit of debt. You look capable. Everyone else here looks like they have other people fight their battles for them. And I point around, like, the room full of frickin' uh, bodyguards, etc. Be like, you can back out any time up until you accept the bounty. Up until that point. I have nothing to offer. It's just up to you. But that's where I need to go. And I'd like you to come with me. Alright, I'll stick it out for now. But I'd still like to meet your compatriot. Believe me, they're coming. Alright, um, we're gonna walk over that way, and while we're walking, can I motion over to, um, uh, motion over to M, and be like, Hey, M, we got, a, we got our next compatriot here. You in? Um, so, Akala and L are now standing and looking at each other. Neither of your faces are covered, um... I don't think I need to, if you, are you guys going to try to do, I mean, I saw so L is the one that it would be trying to hide their identity. So I guess I need to ask L, are you doing anything to obscure like your face in this moment? I'm just slowly <laughs> trying to cover. <laughs> um, so you're trying to like cover your face? Like, like with your shirt? It's too late. <laughs> it yeah, is I think it's too way late. too late. So Elle okay. is definitely just like like Thor and Ragnarok. Like just just um, like staring, unbreaking eye contact, and just like sinking down. Okay, there's there is lovely music going on in the background. Bounty hunters are clearing out into a, a side room. This area of the bar is quickly emptied and Akala you stare into the face of your friend L who you have thought is dead for a number of years I think Akala is just uh stunned just L is is that you well you guys know each other I am going to very deftly navigate this tense social situation by standing up and shuffling off to the room that people are leaving through. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab L's arm. I'm not letting him leave. I'm grabbing his arm. Um L do you wanna contest do you wanna contest that grab at all? Yeah I wanna contest 
Justin, I don't um, want right. to deal with bo- this. Both of you roll athletics checks. Yes! If I was good at dealing with things, I'd not have faked my own death. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a nine. That's a dirty 20. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Um, this is great. Looks like we've got to face this. With, with, a, with a 20, um, like how would you like... Yeah, I'll let you narrate how you restrain Elle. Um, I grab him by his arm. And do does Elle have a hood on or no? Yeah, there's a hood up. I'm going to pull his hood off. Elle is just looking at you. Rama's just doing like a tennis match thing where he's like left and right. <laughs> like trying to figure this out. So uh, it's been a while. What happened? Where have you been? That is. We thought you were dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's an. Um. Yeah. Grabs my drink, just downs the rest of it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say since you were like got up and walk away, it's not even your drink. It's just a drink that was left on the. Whatever table. drink is near me, yeah. I am just downing it. Okay. Mm. Oh. Okay. Um, right. Uh, so, um, not dead? So you didn't die in that mission? No, dude, I don't know. Is this the best place to uh, discuss all of this right here in the open? Um, Actually, so as as you say that, L, um, you do notice that like the rest of the bar, like of like the other side, like around the, the bend um, from your perspective, like to your left, like all of these like wealthy patrons are like staring, like looking at this Tegruten woman, um, mm-hmm. like, shoving you up against this, like, wall and, like, asking questions, talking about faking your death. Um, Rama, you, like, look over and, like, you see that, like, Nola's, like, anxiously tapping her foot, like, we're about to start soon. Um, uh, when I notice people looking, I'm going to put the hood back up. <laughs> um, That's fine. <laughs> I, I think we should, we, you, do you want to talk later after this? I'm sorry. I, uh, um, I'm sorry. We grieved for you, Elle. I know. We're not done talking about this. And then I let him go. Okay. Um, do you, would you guys like to follow nola into the bounty hunter meeting room yeah i assume akala just kind of lets go and just walks past if i Mm -hmm. if i may um i'm just uh gonna uh look kind of as (laughs) she's walking out kind of gestured toward uh the 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 group the people who are watching just kind of like yeah exes (laughs) am i right and uh Uh, just walk into the room. <laughs> um, as you say, exes, am I right? Like one really drunk, like rich woman is like, fucking truth, truth. <laughs> and then like her like husband is like, fucking stop. Like, like uh, <laughs> uh, Rob's gonna be like, oh, there's one thing I fucking hate is rich people. And then he's gonna look at, uh, uh, look at LM and be like, they said while they're walking, like hushed, be like, "I thought you said your name was M." 
it doesn't really matter. I guess not. Is there something I should know about you and uh, the other one over there? Nope. Okay. We just we just we just uh, have a little bit of a history together. That's it. She, didn't she think you were dead? Yeah, very perceptive of you to pick up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw my hands back and make, look, I'm sorry, okay? It's a big universe. I'm one guy who wants to stop being a part of it. Sometimes. You want to die? Not per se. Oh, like not permanently, not a part of it, just like. Look, yeah. this this isn't about me, okay? It's not even about you when you're faking death. It's about one bounty, and we can go our separate ways. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's just do it. Let's, let's go. Just, let's keep moving forward. Okay, so uh, Rama and I'll finish up that conversation. You guys uh, follow Nola Breeze um, through this door. Um the uh, music that was playing outside in the bar, the jizz music uh, fades out as the automatic doors slide behind you um, and close. In this room, uh, you see a man up at the front of a uh, rectangular room, up at a desk on a raised platform with two uh, alligator skin cowboy boots um, with a long mohawk. You see this tan man who says, well, 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 glad we could all make it. Um, and his eyes, instead of being normal eyes, are just one um, mechanical cyber uh, cyber eye that goes all the way from left to right across his face. It flashes red as it scans the crowd. And some new faces have joined us too. And that is where we'll end the session. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.